to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So on this episode of the podcast, I'd like to feature a conversation I recently recorded with Jordan Clark. Jordan is a second-year student in our class of 2019, and he and I sat down to talk a little bit more about why he chose Darden, how his experience has been so far, and how he feels Darden has prepared him for the next step in his career. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jordan Clark. Jordan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. All right. So tell us just a little bit more about you. What did you do before coming to Darden? Yeah, so I grew up in Washington, D.C., went to college, Drake University, majored in finance and management. Um, After that, I spent three years playing basketball overseas. So I played in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark, Plymouth, England, England, Santiago, Chile, and Corrientes, Argentina. Um, So that took me to 2016. At that point, I started thinking about MBA and applying to schools. Um, I spent the year in between working as a buy-side fixed income analyst, and now I'm here at Darden. Now you're here. So finance major in undergrad, you thought about an MBA for a while or um, was always part of your plan? Yeah, it was on my radar screen um, because I had gone to school with a with a focus of playing basketball. I kind of like spurned the Ivy League route because I wanted to try to play at a higher level. And so I knew that I would have to come back at some point to get that degree. Um, and... What ended up transpiring is that towards the end of my basketball career, you have to make a decision, right? Like, are you going to have enough money to retire? What are you going to do afterwards? Do you want to start a career at 35? The answer to those questions were no, I don't. So um, an MBA made a lot of sense for me. All right. So um, as you did your research, you know, how did you think about where you wanted to be? How did you narrow them? Obviously, a lot of great MBA programs in the world. How did you ultimately, you know, land on Darden? Yeah, for sure. So I kind of backed into it. So I started off with the end, which is I thought I wanted to do strategy consulting. Um, so I looked at what are the schools that place best in strategy consulting. I came up with a list of five schools, um, got into a few of them. And then from there, I said, OK, I know I want to be in the D.C. area. Who has a big D.C. presence? Um, and I for, through all my research, I found that Darden had one of the biggest D.C. networks. Um, and so it just made all the sense in the world to me. Like I said, I'm from D.C. Uh, it's close to home, and I just fell in love with the school. Yeah, and Charlottesville's not too far away from D.C. Not at uh, all. So just a couple hours up the road. Um, and before we get started here, you had mentioned that you had also applied through the consortium. You yep. want to share a little bit more about how you decided to apply through the consortium or you know, why you made that choice? Yeah, I actually didn't know about it um, until a friend of mine who had gone to Ross, um, I was talking to him, and he told me about it. Um, and it just, it's so helpful because it streamlines the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can apply to amazing business schools for a fraction of the cost. Um, and you have a built-in network when you go through the consortium, which is great. So it seemed like a no-brainer. There are great schools on the list. Um, yeah, it just it just seemed like a no-brainer to me. Yeah, one application, apply to six schools. It is more affordable, right? Just one application fee rather than multiple application Absolutely. fees. So um, a, lot of, a lot of positives. And you get a consortium cohort both at your school and then the broader broader community too, right? So, um, so what did you do in the summer before you got started here at Darden? Yeah, so the summer before I got started, I was actually working. So I, I took that job doing buy-side fixed income. Um, knowing that I didn't want to go back to that route, but also knowing that I needed some tangible business experience that could set me up for the future. Um, with that said, however, I spent a lot of time doing and going to um, third-party programs. So I did something called MBA Jumpstart. Um, I'm a Tewigo fellow as well. All things to help you kind of get a jumpstart on 
the business school experience and make sure that you're as prepared as possible and can hit the ground running. So what was the adjustment like, though? You get started. I mean, that's been something I've, I've enjoyed talking with students about because it does feel like there's a pretty good learning curve, but there's support. Um, here. So what was it like? There absolutely is support. It's going to sound a little bit trivial. I had to first figure out how to stay awake for the whole day. Because if you think about an athletic career, right, like I work out in the morning, then I take a nap, go eat something, work out again, and then like do it all over again. And so I had to, at the very basic level, I had to figure out, okay, like how are we going to stay awake the whole day? Um, But in a more serious note, I think it is hard. Um, especially coming from a non-traditional background. But the support that you have from your community, the learning teams are incredible. The classroom, those 65 people, um, while they push you to be the best you can be, everybody supports one another um, and holds each other accountable as well. So I think they say brotherhood begins in shared pain. And I, and I think that going, everybody going through the process together and growing together, you, you become very close that way. Yeah, I'm curious about sort of how you felt about coming from professional basketball to a top NBA program. Um, I'm sure it sounds like it at least occurred to you that, man, this is different than what I've been doing for the past you know, four or so years. Um, how did you think through all that? How did you work through it? Yeah, so it, it's definitely different. Um, the content itself, because I had majored in finance, because I had gone through some of the CFA curriculum, um, I had a decent background in the business skills. What was very different was um, the communication styles of people. So being in a in an athletic environment, you communicate with people very, very differently than you do in a school environment. Um, you can't just like yell at somebody and tell them what to do in an academic environment. So I had to figure out how to best um, reach my classmates and communicate with them. And that was probably um, what took the most time. Um, and again, they were patient with me. They, <laughs> they understood that I was coming from a different place and um, mm-hmm. yeah, better for it. So when do you think in your first year things started to really click for you that you started to feel more grounded and more settled here? Good question. Um, I hesitate to say that it, it wasn't until maybe after I'd gotten the the summer internship. Um, and I say that because you're constantly going through something new. So when you first get to campus, you're trying to figure out the class schedule. Okay, you get the class schedule figured out. Now, companies start coming on grounds for recruiting. Okay, now you just threw something else in there. Now, after that, you start going through... Um, clubs and and thinking about club participation and things you do with that. So there's always layers to the next thing that you have to do. Um, And I would say it probably wasn't until January where I felt fully settled um, and knew what was going on around me. So what did you do in your your summer internship? Yeah, I worked for the Boston Consulting Group Mm -hmm. in D.C. I worked for a large retailer doing op strategy work. Mm -hmm. Is that what you wanted to do or had you come to the, you know, you mentioned that you were interested in strategy consulting from the beginning. Um, how did you land on strategy consulting? Is that thing that was really interesting to you? Yeah. Um, strategy consulting was a three pronged deal for me. So first was coming from a non-traditional background. I wanted to get exposed to as many industries and functions as quickly as possible um, to better prepare me for the future. Uh, number two is that the, the feedback culture in consulting seemed to be second to none. Um, and, you know, coming from an athletic background and growing through coaching, 
that meant a lot to me. And I figured I could grow that way as well. And the third one had a lot to do with the fact that all of the most impressive people that I had met, or most of the most impressive people I had met um, leading up to my business school experience and during so, either had been consultants in their past or were currently consultants. And I honestly just wanted to see if I could could cut it. And I be- I'm a strong believer that iron sharpens iron. If, if you're around great people, you can be great. Um, and so that's those are the type of people I wanted to be around. So you have your summer internship and you come back to Darden for your second year. Um, from what I understand, you can be really busy in your second year. You can perhaps be a little bit less busy. How's your second year been? It's been amazing. It's incredible. Um, I was just back in D.C. for a, a BCG event. I was doing a panel. Um, and I, they were like, are you ready to start? And I was like, I don't think life gets any better than it is right now. So I'm not sure I am ready to start. Um, but, yeah, definitely busy. But it's a choose-your-own-adventure deal. And you can make it what you want to make it. I'm involved with various clubs, uh, the BBSA, the Consulting Club, Sports Media Entertainment Club. Um, and then I also do uh, resiliency with the prison program and Greg Fairchild, which I found extremely rewarding. I do, um, I'm on the admissions committee, which I found extremely rewarding. I'm a second year coach, which I found extremely rewarding. So all these things take time, um, but have made my experience an amazing one connecting with people here. Talk a little bit more about the prison program, because I know this is, um, this is something when you talk about the people who participate in it, it's such an incredibly impactful experience, I think, for everybody involved. What drew you, tell us just a little bit more about what that is and and what drew you to the, the activity. Yeah. Um, so Greg and Tierney Fairchild, who are here, pioneered the program. And what it is, is they they uh, curate a bunch of MBA students. And we go into state penitentiaries um, in, in Virginia, and we teach them business fundamentals. So we do it via the case method. Um, and we have a an entrepreneurship class, we have a business foundations class, and a, um, and a financial literacy class. Um, and like I said, it's been transformational being in that classroom you start to understand just how amazing some of these students are and, you know, how circumstance can get you for various reasons and, and, and how fortunate you are to be in the place, place that you are and, and how it could have gone a different way. Um, for me, I, I had dealt with, um, whether it be friends or family, some of which had, that had entered the system. And I was just always trying to figure out a way to, to make an impact and give back. And so it was pretty close to my heart. Was that something that you knew you always wanted to participate in, in here at Darden or something that kind of came to you as an opportunity in your, in your second year? Yeah, I actually didn't know about it um, before coming. I had talked to a couple students, consortium students that had done it, and they said as well that it was the best experience um, while they were at Darden. And from then on, I was just kind of like, I'm, I'm going to go do it. Um, and I'm, I'm so glad that I did. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit more about being a second-year coach. Um you know, obviously, probably wear a lot of different hats in that role. Um, talk a little bit more about that program and, and what it is and how you support students yeah. in their career search. Yeah, so it's um, second year coaches is where second years are paired up with a group of five or six first years, and you help them navigate the recruiting process. So, to your point of wearing many hats, sometimes you're a cheerleader. Um, Sometimes you're a therapist. Sometimes you are giving more tactical advice. So it really spans the gamut of, of things that you could be doing. Um, and it's, it's just been so amazing because 
one of the things that's difficult in an MBA program is getting that interaction between first and second year students because they're just, while it makes no sense because they are in very similar places in their lives, they're also simultaneously in very different places in their lives. Um, so being able to get that connection uh, to the to first years was amazing. Uh, seeing them be successful in the process was incredible. Um, yeah, and, and Darden is such a, a student-run place. You just feel that that obligation to give back because so many people helped you along the way. Um, so many people helped you case in, in preparation for the consulting interview. So many people did the coffee chats with you. That's the least that you can do to give back. Yeah, I was going to ask. It certainly sounds like you're you're very involved, and um, it's going to ask sort of the motivation for that. It sounds like it's a sort of pay it forward, pay it back mentality you see here. I think that's right. I think I'm a firm believer that nobody does anything by themselves, and that everybody got help along the way, and that it's our obligation to leave the place a little bit better than when we got here. Um, and so I, I've just I've, I've been fortunate to be around amazing people that have helped me along the way. And a lot, honestly, a lot of them, when you talk to them, what they'll tell you is, I don't need you to do anything for me. Just make sure you pay it forward. Um, so, yeah, it's the least I can do. Yeah. So you'll be going back to BCG? Correct. After graduation? Yep. Looking forward to it? I am. I'm, I'm really excited. I even I picked the early start date, so I'll, I'll be getting my uh, my hands dirty on uh, June 10th, I think. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. All right. Just a little time off for you between graduation and, and work. So um, what's on your bucket list for the last last few months here that you'll have in Charlottesville? Yeah, good question. Um, well, bucket list item number one is my wife and I are th- almost three years due on a honeymoon. So <laughs> so I think we're going to do that. Um, but more seriously, I um, want to make a concerted effort to spend some time with professors while I'm here. I think the, the professors here are amazing. And they, they come to teach at Jordan because they love teaching students and they love being around students instead of other institutions where research may be the focus. Um, and they really do have an open-door policy. With that said, it's often on you as a student to, to take them up on that. Um, so I think for me, my, my big bucket list item is to just kind of like hang around on grounds after school, pop in to a few professors' offices and just talk shop for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where are you planning to go on your honeymoon? Is still still being discussed? It is a surprise. Oh, okay. And so if she happens <laughs> to hear this. Um, we got to keep it a surprise. We got we got to keep it a surprise. Yeah. Uh, do you st- are you still connected to basketball in any way? Uh, a little bit. I mean, obviously my teammates are, are my brothers. And so we, we talk often. Got a couple weddings for them coming up, which mm-hmm. I'm excited about. Um, but as far as from a, a business perspective, um, I follow it, but not not incredibly active. I do do coaching, um, so like I'll, I'll volunteer and do some stuff over the summer to help train train kids, but um, nothing at scale. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you have some prospective students that listen to the the podcast. What would be your advice for someone who's just either starting their MBA journey or starting to think a little bit more about Darden? Um, what would you What would you suggest? Uh, great question. I think, I think the best thing you can do is do your work early. And I think, um, MBA schools carry a lot of weight when you go and talk to, talk to other people about them. And Darden specifically carries a lot of weight. And I think people would be shocked at the response that they get if they just cold reach out to people and ask them, 
Hey, I'd love to hear about what you do. I'm, I'm interested in it. And I think by doing that, you can, you can do yourself a real service and, and have a real head start in terms of figuring out what you want your MBA experience to be and what you want the next five, 10, 15 years of your life to look like. Um, so really just to take advantage of, of that, you know, once you get in that email address, even before the names of the schools to talk to people, I think that could be um, a real benefit. So do your homework. And do start, your homework. Start early. That's right. So um, one last question. Curious to hear your thoughts on this. Um, what for you is sort of the, the defining aspect of, of Darden or, or life here at the business school? It's going to sound cliche, but it's the people. It really is. Um, I think business schools run the risk of being transactional in nature. You're only here for two years. People know that in, in large part they're here to get a job. So there, there is the check the box nature of it, of it, or there could be. And that's just not the case here. Um, people really care about Darden. They really care about Charlottesville. They really care about each other. And I think it shines through in, in the, um, and the level of commitment that people have to the community. Um, so I think, I think you, you get a glimpse of it when you visit and um, when you see it in person, but when you're in it, you really, really feel it. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you so much for having me. And that was my conversation with Jordan Clark, a second-year student in our class of 2019. As always, if you have comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, We're All Ears, we can be reached at Darden at Virginia.edu. Until next time, thanks for listening.